Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Crawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be here with old friends and new. That is right. We've got our friends back that we had last week, Mike Black and Whiskey. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was whiskey. Now we'll hear yes. from Mike Black. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us on our Canto Bite tournament. Uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I would say go back and listen to that because I'm going to spoil it in just a minute. <laughs> but first, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Because this is Databank Brawl and we're doing a Canto Byte tournament, we're going to recommend the book called Canto Byte. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's full of weirdos. To download and listen to your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash center. Free audiobook. It helps us out a lot. All right, here we go into spoilers for last episode. This is our second episode in our three-episode Canto Bite tournament. Last episode was the security guard, the security mm-hmm. head, Pemmin Brunts, versus a father named Dagobah Swamp. Right. Now, fans of this podcast might be shocked to learn the father named Dagobah Swamp won. <laughs> yeah. The weirdo, the weirder of the two weirdos, won our fight. Uh, so Dagobah Swamp will go on to fight one of the winner or the winner of this combatant. The winner. The winner of this fight. So are you both ready? I am. Excellent. Ken? Yes, sir. All right. Our first combatant is the Countess. Yes. Okay. Here yes. is what the databank has to say about the Countess. Her full name and title are a mouthful. Contessa Alessandrix Delga Catonica Provincian. For, fortunately, she's content with being addressed more simply as the Countess of Canto Bite. The Countess, whose husband is rarely seen in public, sits atop the resort city's social ranks and owns a sizable share of many of its business operations. Mm-hmm. So, the, yeah, the Countess here, she's in the book a ton because she has yeah. a... a murky political figure lording over everyone. Uh, and she is, uh, she's got a remarkable appearance. She does. And yeah, it's funny, even though I did not really know this name, uh, I knew right away what you're talking about. Just the, the, cause it's memorable. Uh, so she is a lot. Yeah. Alice, Alessandrix, Alessandrix, Delga, Cantonica, Provincian. That's a name, man. Yeah, that is, that was a name. Um, so she was a part. It's partial Zord Spawn Badhouse, the cut, deleted scene, right? Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. A ton uh, of the book happens around Zords and the characters in Zords because they didn't know it was going to be cut <laughs> from the film. <laughs> Much like uh, JJ cutting the dice from Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, female skin color, light purple. That's all they have, <laughs> and that's an understatement. <laughs> she has got a, a just a giant. So no height, no, no nothing? No height, nothing. Giant. She's got like a normal face. It, imagine if uh, <laughs> like you carved a face into a mountain, and then the mountain was slowly melting. Um, yep. That's she looks head. like a prune that has been rehydrated. There you go. <laughs> and had some work done and served on its a, face. Yeah, served a drink. <laughs> to, yeah. It uh, really is. And like, thrown into a dress. Yeah. It's in... Uh, fascinating design because it is. it's kind of a joke, but it also works. <laughs> it does. The more you look at I it, I would have named her Lady Testicle. But <laughs> that, I don't know okay, that, the, well, there's, yeah. there's that's fair. That's the description that was needed <laughs> yeah. because that's I, I do yeah. feel like it is a cartoon character who is going to tell me about <laughs> testicular health. Yes, yes. yeah, exactly. maybe sing a song about it. Right. Yeah. Well, hi, everybody. We're here to get you to feel things. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what's going yeah. on here. Check 
Save yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <Why> no song. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> what? Any other details about her in Wikipedia? Her adventures, her my beliefs. Uh, <laughs> my dear friend, there is nothing. There's literally nothing. Nothing. No she one does has bothered. No, she does appear in that uh, story here. Nothing. See nothing. Say nothing. <laughs> she, of course she does. Of course she does. <laughs> um, but that is. It. Just a partial. She owner. is a lock to be in a story called that. You yes. Know? Um, yes. I would, without knowing anything about her, I'm no FBI profiler or anything, <laughs> but I'd imagine she's really into loofing, <laughs> exfoliating. There is might a big be a deal reason to her. that she co-owns a spa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I take your point. I take your point. My memory from the book, and again, it's been a year since I, mm-hmm. I read it, uh, is that she was a figure of everybody who was worried about, oh, no, she's going to find out about this or we need to get her to approve this kind right. of right. thing. Right. Big authority figure. Uh, also got lots of necla- necklaces. Looks like she is going to uh, a goth prom is her dress, basically. Yeah. It's a sharp cocktail dress. Yeah. yeah but uh, your sure. goth prom, it's a great way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tiny little delicate hands, too, which is yeah. important when we're talking about disturbing. violence. Yeah. Yeah, she has disturbingly <laughs> tiny, delicate little hands <laughs> and a disturbingly tiny, delicate little face. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So let's a talk. a lot of necks for a lot of necklace. Yeah, that's true. That is true. She really can show off the necklaces. So uh, let's talk about her feelings. Again, it's hard to have feelings about a character that we don't know a lot about, but she's Mm -hmm. an idea. The person who's in charge of all this and this sort of, uh, you know who she does actually really truly remind me of is uh, uh, Margaret Dumont from the Marx Brothers Mm -hmm. movies. Uh, The the proper woman yeah. who was shocked by everything that Groucho said. <laughs> like, I, that sh- I never. Because there's so much in Canto Bite that is, let's play with really like 30s, 40s, classic, totally. sophisticated mm-hmm. right. Hollywood that she, she reminds me of real <laughs> I, I think that's high a, society lady. High so- that's yeah. a great way to describe it. High society lady. She's got the look. She's got some disdain in her face. Uh, holding that glass with the uh, pinky up almost, the, the, the stem <laughs> of the, the glass there. And and then we know she's a partial owner of the the bathhouse. She's the countess, Cantabite. She's royalty ish yeah. here. Yeah. So you do know? you like her, Ken? So yes, I like. <laughs> you know what's funny? I like I like this little backstory a little bit more than just the character. Visually, it is not my favorite, um, but it's not it's not like my not fav- not favorite. Like <laughs> yeah. it, I, it is it is. It is. Um, it's walking a line of being super cartoonish and then still trying to look kind of like exotic and bizarre. It's almost like Men in Black Three or something. Okay, you know, um, but it does work for me a little bit with knowing this backstory. Okay, I like the backstory. Cool, uh, Mike. I'm not so about her. Uh, <laughs> I think she's great. I think it's fantastic that she exists. I like knowing that there's someone in the galaxy. That Jabba the Hutt looks at and goes hard pass. <laughs> no, no. People, I'm I guarantee people in the galaxy have tried to set those two up, and every time he's been like, I got a thing that week, I can't. Well, I'm throwing some people in. I just me and uh, Bib Fortuna, we're gonna go fishing. So, Maybe. well, you can invite her on the boat. It only holds two. So, yeah. so you like pass. her? You like her? Yeah. Okay. I just and I have a feeling she. Because of how rich she is and everything, she fancies herself very uh-huh. attractive. Right, yeah, yeah, very, right. And very, like, she's like, it's it's a shame so many men want me, that sort of thing. Right, you yeah. Know? Like, 
and maybe she is incredibly desirable to her own species. She probably the is. kind of thing you're She's dealing probably with. the best looking of her people. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't think we got a species for her. No. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, my feelings, I, I like everything that they're playing with in terms of that kind of high society lady. Yeah. And for me, I like these designs that are almost too cartoony that do just make you ask, how did any evolution lead to this? Yeah. How yeah. did this happen? What is this? To a species. Yeah. Uh, I, I always liked Hammerhead uh, right from the get-go because it's like, how did that happen? That and is another thing that I think of when I look at her that I love anything, any creature that the creature's overall look tells a story. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of decadence going on here yeah. that leads to something, no matter what kind of creature it is, looking like that. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, that could be like thousands of years of riches yeah. that have caused those. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like choices. how royalty loses their chin <laughs> yeah. over time. You know, it's that same sort of thing. You know? Yeah, nice. All right. Well, let's talk about who the countess is gonna fight. The countess. uh, The Countess's combatant is not a weirdo, depending Mm. on your point of view, uh, is a character that uh, is on Canto Bite, but not really the kind we normally deal with. Mm. The Countess will face DJ. Oh, look at that. I figured, why not? Why not just (laughs) go for the big gun of Canto Mm -hmm. Bite, DJ? I like that. Here's what the databank has to say. An amoral thief and talented slicer. DJ dwells in the shadows, thrown off by Canto Bite's glitz, stealing whatever he needs and resolutely refusing to take sides in the growing conflict between the First Order and the Resistance. As always, when mm-hmm. you're dealing with a more prominent character, it's a super short entry. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Countess, here's her day one. Um, yeah. And uh, Wikipedia, I'm sure, has a little bit more, right? Oh, there's a ton. There's a ton because you know I know they had the DJ one shot comic, um, but he's appeared in a lot of other things as well. Little, um, uh, you know, little. Uh, so DJ's most wanted one is the um, comic, right. uh, and, and it wasn't my favorite. Okay, the comic, but that's that's separate. That's not here. We're not reviewing comics. Uh, so he appeared in uh, Last Jedi, Rose and Finn, Secret Mission, Last Jedi, Rose Tico, Resistance Fighter. A little stories there. So he has a lot of parents, so there's a lot of stories there. Cool. Uh, and do we have stats for him? Stat-wise, it's Benicio Del Toro. No, <laughs> He's Benicio um, Del Toro. Yeah, right? actually, it, they don't have any stats. Okay, wow. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll look up Benicio uh, Del Toro. Maybe <laughs> His we can... actual height. All <laughs> right, good to know, good to know. Uh, all right, so well, Ken's looking up some stats. Mm-hmm. Mike, let's talk about the character. How did you feel about DJ? I overall like the character because um, he's I think he represents something that was needed in Star Wars as far as a point of view okay where there are people like as Bill Hicks put it brilliantly once where he said uh, when it comes to politics a lot of people are like well I think the puppet on the left is to my liking well I think the puppet on the right is more my in line yeah. with me. Oh, they're both being held up by the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think DJ represents the people that are ultra cynical and and really feel like it's all kind of one big show yeah. for whoever has money at the time. And it was refreshing to see a character take that point of view yeah. in the whole thing. Uh, still, 
it gave him a lot of moral leeway <laughs> to be a real bastard in the film. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert if you mm. haven't seen But uh, <laughs> d- don't trust Benicio Del Toro in pretty much any movie. In any but film Let ever. alone this one. That's yeah, true. You know? That's true. And, uh, but yeah, I, I thought him screwing over the, the main characters was a comeuppance that they kind of needed. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of put the brakes on a lot of naivete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. You know, that even characters that themselves like, were already doing morally questionable stuff were kind of like, oh, he really screwed us over. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that was interesting to see, and it, and I hope he resurfaces in the third one, and and they do more with that. They really yeah explore. I that don't a little think bit he's more. in the cast list, so this might yeah, be just might a, be it. yeah. But yeah. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows mean? Soon he'll have his own streaming show on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm That's sure. True. How did you, uh, Mike? How did you feel about just the Benicio del Toro ness of it? Are you a fan? Did you like his acting choices? I've been a fan of his since The Usual Suspects. That mm. was the first thing that I really noticed him in. He was in a James Bond movie before. Yeah, that, License to Kill. I didn't really take note at that time. Uh, and his acting choices were so crisp and bizarre. <laughs> uh, it reminded me a lot of Christopher Walken. Like when I first mm-hmm. gravitated towards him, I was like, what he is doing is so unusual, but it still feels authentic. Yeah. And I was, I had never, like, I don't like seeing big movie stars in Star Wars overall because yeah. it generally takes me out of it. It okay. did with Samuel L. Jackson and any other time. I always see them as that person first. But if you're going to have them, mm. I would rather it be people like this okay, yeah. than like in sync. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you know right, right there with you. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody who's going to make uh, really brave. That'll uh, really do some choices. interesting stuff. Like when Terrence Stamp was, I was like, great. Mm-hmm. He'll be terrific. And, you know, and you could argue it's been that way from the beginning. Alec Guinness was, you know, sure. no yeah. spring chicken yeah. when they put him in Star Wars. So uh, it's always been a factor in all of them. But I I guess as I've gotten older, I got more protective of Star Wars. But this was <laughs> one of the few names that when it popped up, I was like, oh, he'll be great. Okay, you cool. Know? Cool. Yeah. Uh, Ken, uh, we've talked a lot about it on the podcast. But but uh, brief recap, how are you doing these days about DJ? Still love DJ, man. I still love DJ Del Toro. I love the choices he makes um, down to the, not just the stutter. It's not just that. It is is the way, the attitude, the answers. When he walks off and it's just like, you know, to go to whatever that cuss word, he swear word he says. Yeah. They're like... And he just gives him that like finger wave off, like yeah. I, 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 you don't need me. Then I definitely didn't need you. I was gonna offer you help. I just like everything about. It. I, I, you know, I get there's some a lot of people we discuss it. Canto bite is some issues from people. A lot of people maybe didn't like DJ or disappointed or underwhelmed. All right, fine, I can understand it. But I think, like Mike said, it brings that point of view. Uh, as an actor, he's just so good. He loved Benicio del Toro. Loves Star Wars, and I just respect anyone who's like, I want to be in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. You know. And I felt the same with Samuel yeah. L. Jackson when he was like campaigning to be in it. Right. I was like, this adds a lot to me wanting you in it. Yeah. The fact that you really want to be in it, and you're you so know? talented. He's like, give me a purple lightsaber. All right, yeah. Yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. There's that weird beat uh, where where he's talking to BB8. BB8 shoots the coins at the police officers, and and. There's, that's not my favorite moment. Oh, he's doing that little dance. dance. Like, yeah, fighting. Yeah. yeah, but it's all fine. But I, and we've talked about it, so I don't want to belabor it. I love the the last line. I love when he sells him out and Finn's breaking down and yelling at him and, and that, that delivery of, 
maybe. Yeah, Finn yeah. basically says he's wrong. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's it's a deep line, man. It's a great read. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite little beats in Star Wars. It's one of those, yeah, that shouldn't be as deep as it is. Right. Yeah. It it's, has no it's, business well, being that deep. And that is but what a great actor it, will like, do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That is, I'll, I'll go the other way of like it is hard to have an actor deliver something that is intended by the writer so it comes off with the depth that the writer intended right, yeah, right. It's oh, more like the, yeah from my perspective it's more that the actors fail the writers the, yeah. i think yeah. that line is set up to be very uh, true set up to have great depth and i think he does knock it out of the park there yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. so anyways love dj still do yeah yeah i think he's a, a fascinating character i love his look i love that it is star wars cool but dumpy like, cause he's got the kind of long coat. He's got the belt. He's got the the shoes that he's not wearing yeah. a lot. Yeah, with the holy yeah. socks no. and everything. Yeah, <laughs> so he's he uh, he's uh, puts you at ease that oh he's not a problem. Oh, but he is. That yes, horrible is. hat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with his motto on it. Like yeah. in the real world, I think we would all be like anybody we meet who like, do you have your motto on your hat? Not even a tattoo. Yeah. It's. You're wearing your motto on your hat? Yeah, I don't <laughs> trust you. <laughs> Is that a Bill Hicks quote on your hat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep that in mind as we fight. So here we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It is the Countess versus DJ. Uh, as always, we decide where and when. I think given our tournament, the where is going to be Canto Bite. Yeah. I'm going to say the when is a week after last week's fight. <laughs> so if we want to incorporate any uh, chaos that's happening yes. in Canto Bite because uh, Fathier beat it. the crap out of Pem and mm. Brunt's head of security, <laughs> we can. Yeah. Uh, so, Ken, where does this story begin? I think it begins, he has returned to Canto Bite with his winnings, his reward from the First Order. Yeah. He sold out, man. He got the ship. He's back. And like uh, a, a lot of uh, little degenerates who might have some moral uh, issues uh, floating about there, he's back gambling away, causing some problems. And I think he is uh, roaming around the edges of the casino. And there's a lot of focus. He's like, man, look, there's been a mess here, man. What's going on? Like, looks like all the, where's the whiskey? And they're like, there was an, there was an incident last week. There was an incident last week. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's and just roaming around the edges. He's roaming around the edges. And I think that he is using the uh, construction as a way to basically steal more money. He is going around looking for basically uh, exposed electronics. And he's mm-hmm. such a great slicer. If he even finds an exposed electrical outlet, right, he can slice in and start just downloading right. money directly from the the Canterbury <laughs> Casino <laughs> into his account. So I think he's like making his little noises. Who knows what noise? Shababa, he says for no reason. And he plugs it in, and he thinks he's doing fine. And suddenly, the door flies open, and. The Countess mm-hmm. is marching in. Pem and Brunts at her side. Pem and Brunts doesn't walk the same anymore. <laughs> I think oh. both of his legs are totally straight, so he's doing this very weird yeah. Monty Python funny walk. <laughs> uh, and mm-hmm. I think the Countess has looked at the hollow vids to determine exactly what happened and right. saw that DJ was part of it. She saw that he's oh, back. yeah. And she yeah. herself, the Countess of Canto Bite, is coming with her head of security to remove DJ. Wow. So yeah. what does the Countess sound like, Mike, and what does she say? Mr. Bruns, I'm quite scandalized <laughs> by what has happened here over the last week. Explain yourself. Uh, and and Simmons is like, uh, go, go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, you know, a little shell-shocked uh, by what happened. Uh, so um, I, you, uh, we'll get right on it. We'll get this ragamuffin right now. And we're going to throw him out of here. I, I'm so sorry. I will pay for the Carillion wine. You most definitely will. And you'll throw in some Minoc rings because I'm quite hungry. <laughs> so Pemmon goes a uh, uh, strange waddling over uh, to yeah. DJ to grab him. DJ mm-hmm. sees this coming and I think just bolts. Yes. Now Pemmon is in no shape to keep up. He can't run fast enough. Mm-hmm. And DJ runs right past the Countess and grabs his hand, just flicks up to her neck, and suddenly her necklace is gone. And she Ooh. whirls yeah. and r- reaches out 
and grabs him. Does she get his coat, Ken? She gets the hood of his coat. Oh, no. And he starts dragging her. <laughs> so it's a tug of war almost. Oh, wow. Her tiny hand. Ooh, tiny his, hand. The lot of not a wrist strength there. <laughs> so he's like, ah, oh, hey, come on. Come on, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Right there. Uh, come on, come on! I, I, I just just a man trying to make his way. This uh, is a citizen's arrest. Uh, <laughs> I got no, I got no problem with, uh, I got no problem with you. Well, I have quite a problem with you, I sir. Don't, I don't, uh, don't know what to do here. Young man zips out. He he compresses his arms and he slides out of his jacket. So essentially, she's holding nothing but a jacket. Yeah, but to his shock, she is incredibly fast. She whips the jacket up and basically <laughs> slaps him in the face with his own dirty, leathery jacket. I demand satisfaction, sir. <laughs> the hat goes flying. Oh, yeah. He spins. is not happy about that. Everyone needs a hat with their motto on it, <laughs> personal life mantra, and he is upset. So um, he he's not going to hit what he... Believes is a, is a lady here, you know. It's a countess. It's the countess. I think he's okay with hitting a lady. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> you know, I was going to give him some uh, moral center, but uh, yeah, he he reaches up and he just uh, pushes her. Okay, we'll settle for a push. Um, Not counting on his arms just sinking into her. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is one of the abilities of this species is that she uh, can modulate <laughs> exactly how uh, thick her flesh is. Yes. So she basically sucks his hands into the folds of her upper chest. And it's like a Chinese finger trap. The more you <laughs> yeah, struggle against right. it, <laughs> yeah, he's the more stuck you are. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, oh, it's, and she just then spins her whole body and mm-hmm. slams him into the wall. She yeah. releases her, his hands uh, from right under her clavicles, yeah. uh, and he <laughs> crumples to the floor, and I think uh, I think she's enraged. What does a high society like lady like this sound like when she is enraged and threatening murder? I am enraged, and I will murder you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, you, you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't. Uh, we can uh, we can work out a deal. And I think this is uh, something where uh, maybe a possibility for DJ to learn a lesson. Right. Where I think she says, no deals. <laughs> and she uh, just tips her whole body over. He's got a roller. Right He's head. Gonna, She's tipping her whole body. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's just gonna she's gonna body slam him, like oh, the shadow like, is coming oh, over DJ. What is he gonna do, Ken? Uh, he looks up and is like, uh, "I've been on a lot of adventures. <laughs> this is gonna be the worst." <laughs> okay, so she entirely engulfs his body. Engulfs his body. <laughs> just most of it. Is, is, you know. Okay, he is like in another. Reality. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. he's the uh, what do they call it? Marvel? The microverse? What is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah. What is it there? Yeah, the pim the pim particle universe. Yeah, particle yeah. universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's everything is totally uh, dark and silent, except yeah. for then he can hear the rumbling of her voice. <laughs> uh, and she rolls over onto her back and shoots him up into the air and ejects him out of uh, uh of oh, her, her, her containment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he uh, slams into the wall. Right. 
the wall, ceiling, right? We're launching yeah, high? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Slams into the ceiling. Oof. Ugh, tumbles to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she's just up, just like... Uh, she and she's now like she's in incredibly a, a, spry, a yeah, Mortal Kombat like stance where her <laughs> fists are up and she's dancing. She's ready yeah. to fight, in and fact, she's like just at this point she's just saying, "Fight me, yeah. fight me." And, uh, Pemmin is in the background going, "Finish him, <laughs> finish him." <laughs> uh, so Mike uh, DJ, he's got to do something. What does he do? Uh, DJ strikes me as the kind of person who always has hidden weaponry on him. Yeah. He's got to have like a dagger or something in there. And uh, I think he, he goes for a stab. He go, not, So he takes out like a little a vibro knife. Yeah. Okay. Not, not necessarily to kill her, but just to get her off his back. Yeah, you yeah, because she's coming no matter what. You know, and it, it's like it's harder to absorb an edged weapon than a fist. Right. You yeah. Know? And he, he knows that much. And so I think he... Gets a stab in there, and just a lot of purple jelly comes out. Yeah, I think oh, she brings yeah. her hand up to block it, and not only does he get, she get cut, and there's the purple jelly, but uh, he he cuts uh, her bracelet off too. Yeah, <laughs> takes that. It's like opening a Ziploc <laughs> bag full of jello, <laughs> and he steals her bracelet. So oh. if he can get away with his life, he's got a he's, lot of expensive jewelry. He, yes, uh, but he has to Absolutely. get away with his his life, uh, and in fact, mm. I think. She uh, she says, oh, uh, and she reaches down onto that uh, cool goth prom dress and she <laughs> hits a button and yeah. all around them, chink, 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 the little side room they're in, yeah. the doors come down. <laughs> She's <laughs> trapping <laughs> them in here. And the little broke, what essentially is a broken bar, right? The beat up bars? Yeah, we're still yeah, in that, right? kind of this main room. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and, he, and he looks at each door. <laughs> he turns around and he's like, oh, shoot them. <laughs> this is gonna be a tough one, and I think he uh, rushes back at her with the knife, aiming for the, what he thinks is the only vulnerable spot: her face. Okay, right, nice. Uh, and I think that he is kind of wrestling with his own morality. Of he's, mm-hmm. he's willing to live and let live, and live and let die. Uh, that wasn't the movie he was in. It's License to Kill. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and he does have a knife in it. This is perfect. Anyway, uh, he's kind of feeling bad. I wonder if he'll end the same way. <laughs> it could be. It's a grisly end. Uh, he's kind of feeling bad that he's going to yeah. hit her right in the face. But he feels like it's live or die and DJ's got to live, right? And just as he's about to hit her face, amazingly, she has the ability to rotate her face. So that tiny face wow. on that big head rotates to the back and shunk the yeah. knife and actually his hand go all the all way, the way in. Whoosh. <laughs> almost like she's like a He-Man character. Or something. <laughs> Face switches there. Battle armor damage. Countess. Yeah. Um, what happens? She didn't guy? raise to the ranks for yeah. no reason. No reason. <laughs> you know? She. He pulls out his arm. He yeah. brings it free. The knife is gone. Oh. He has no weapon. It's in there. It's in there. She's like, oh. I will absorb that. Thank you for the minerals. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think before he can do anything, her face rotates around back to the front, and she goes, and she spits the knife back out at DJ. Goes flying between his legs. <laughs> Does it hit? 
No, it penetrates the floor behind him, but close enough to make a point. Okay, make close enough. Knife sound. Like sort of a testicular warning. Yeah, yeah. Yes, as we discussed. Part of the theme. Does DJ have any other weapons on him, Ken, or does he have an idea of a way to escape? He he looks beyond her to the top of the bar where he sees some beautiful windows, some pane glass windows mm. that will lead what he hopes is out to safety. So he says, it's been fun. And he takes off, jumps on the bar, jumps to the top of the drinks where more Karelian wine, the <laughs> replaced wine falls to the ground. They hear Penman go, oh man. Uh, and he scurries to the top, breaks through, the plain glass window uh, there, the stained glass window, not the plain one, the stained glass window, <laughs> uh, only to find out that uh, uh, on the other side, it's just a false front. A false front. <laughs> he can't get out. He can't get out. He can't get out. Uh, so where is he now? Does he jump back down onto the bar? He is looking back down at her. Okay, from the top of the, the bar. Top of the thing. And decides, well, it's uh, now or never. And he leaps off flying. Like he's Jimmy Superfly Snooker, <laughs> 1980 Madison Square Garden, <laughs> and jumps off and heads down towards her. Okay, and we pause in this moment as both of these titans raise their <laughs> fists to one another, flying. Mm-hmm. Lightning cracks in the background, but we can't see it because we're locked inside a bar. But it does. Uh, and we're going to pause our combat and decide who we want to win. Uh, Mike, what are your feelings? I think there are no winners here. Uh, I think they've both learned a valuable Mm -hmm. lesson. (laughs) Um, I I don't really want to see either of them lose, but I don't really want to see either of them win either. (laughs) Okay, just like DJ. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it just goes around. Very much, Uh, yeah. Ken, how about you? I uh, do love DJ, but I don't think the Countess did anything wrong here. No. And I have her winning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wow. think I might know what happens at this point, actually. Okay. Okay. If you'll uh, indulge me. Uh, sure. Go for it. I think this is the first man that stood up to her in a long time. And she's been quite lonely. And she sees that he had an ex- a way out. But for some reason, he's turning back. Right. Lunging towards her with open arms. And she decides in that moment to meet him and meet that energy. And she opens her arms just as wide (laughs) and embraces him in a way that she's never embraced anyone before. And he feels her cold, clammy tendrils go all up inside him at every (laughs) angle. Okay. So she, uh, in uh, uh, she, it's kind of into an embrace. Yes. And, uh, like part of her, her ooze ability. Yes. Oozes inside of him. Mm hmm. Everywhere. And yeah. does Anywhere what? there's an opening. It just And uh, <laughs> begins to love him. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it's kind uh, of a love uh, combat, sort of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let, let's say it's a psychic outreach. <laughs> sure, yeah. she's trying to understand him. Yes. <laughs> 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 and she sees into uh, his soul right. that he's not as bad is right. he acts right. that he does have some morality. He sees that he hesitated to hit her at the beginning of the fight. Right. And she is touched by that. And I think DJ would see this as a means of escape. Yeah. 
Mm. Like if I can make this work, <laughs> I might still be able to get at it. I can survive another day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I sense that she takes it's not so much pity, but a little bit of mercy. Yeah, but she also knows her. She can't have this guy running around. So as she's embracing him with her tendrils and reading his mind, and he's feeling oddly like, okay, I'm kinda, gonna, this isn't nice. as bad as I, I thought. I'm going to live warm. in the moment. I'm going <laughs> to live in the moment. Um, that is when she suddenly blurts out, take him now, arrest this man. And that's where Pemmon can finally get to him. Boom, grabs him out of her body. <laughs> Just a statement we said. Um <laughs> And takes him into custody. Yeah. But as Pemmon is marching him off, uh, I think that she says, No, your sentence will be light. We will ask that you do some service for Cantobite using your impressive skills and your charm. But first, I need you to know one thing. Turn him toward me, Pemmon. Pemmon turns him around. He's like, I want you to know... I won! And she just cold cocks in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what does DJ say, Ken? Well, he looks down, he looks back up at her, and is like, you know, I don't choose sides much, but if I did, I'd choose your side. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our fight. Our strange, strange fight. You never know where it's going to go, but now we will have for next week. A huge combat between the Fathier Dagobah Swamp and the Countess of Canto <laughs> Bite. Mike, where can people find you? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on all social media. I also do the Power Pals podcast and the Nighttime Show podcast. Nice. Ken, where can people find hey, you? You can find me at Ken Knapsack across all social media platforms. Go to knapsackfiles.podomatic.net for more. That is right. And you can uh, go to Tony Thaxton's Patreon and check out his uh, Star Wars music. Tony wrote the theme music for this podcast. His Patreon is patreon.com slash Cloud City Soundtrack. Our Patreon is, of course, patreon.com slash Force Center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. And check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephsgrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. We learned, we fought, the glory and the shame. We laughed, we cried, some aliens might have died. Databank Brawl! Databank Brawl! So laugh it up, fun small, with Joseph Scrimshaw, the Databank Brawl! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.